0: 10 is under protest, brought to you by your council, keeping the rich alive, so you don't have to be. Monsoon Jackson, Series 1, Episode 10, Trial.
1: Lisa Tors was ready. Armed droids, guards, walls and floors. She was ready. Monsoon would be here soon, trying his luck this one last time. News of Councillor Bell was hardly a surprise. She knew he'd send her a message. But she had to hand it to him. That was a message. Nonetheless, he'd really stepped over the edge now. And all she had to do was stand firm and watch him fall. Or watch him die trying. She didn't care either way. Lisa played idly with the monitor controls. Of course, he wouldn't just walk in the front door, but waiting was really quite tedious. Ironically, even Monsoon not being here was irritating. Then, without warning, there was an explosion. The screen showing reception went blank. Monsoon was here. He had, in fact, walked in the front door. Lisa pressed her throat comms and barked her orders. A well rehearsed plan swung into action. Of course, most of them would die. That was inevitable. Although Monsoon couldn't win, it wasn't like she wouldn't take a hit in this one. On the upside, they would at least tire him out, leaving Lisa to deliver the final kill shot. So, in her opinion, it was a worthwhile sacrifice. Monsoon was stood at the entrance. The Sister of Mercy was punching holes into anything not quick enough to die for cover. Smoke and debris filled the space. The noise was beyond pain, but at least drowned out the screams from the few human guards, witnessing various parts of themselves tear away from their torso. The firing stopped. The bravest surviving guards knelt up and returned fire towards the doorway. The smoke cleared, but of course, Monsoon was no longer there. They stood up. The smoke drifted away and suddenly the room fell silent. The human and robotic guards moved cautiously towards the doorway. There was no sign of him. For a moment they thought he'd gone. They had defended well and scared him off. They were heroes. This would definitely mean a bonus. For a moment. Monsoon decloaked. He had moved to the back wall of reception. And all of the survivors had kindly kettled themselves around a single entrance, with nothing but glass and pot plants around it. There was a click from the Sister of Mercy. It felt as if, in slow motion, a round chambered itself, as the guards reacted and began to swing round with their own weapons levelled. They were over halfway when the fires of hell poured forth from the Barrel of Monsoon's second favourite work tool. They didn't stand a chance. Glass shards and leaf fragments swam around the blood and body parts in a whirl. Then, silence. The Sister of Mercy was spent for now. Every indicator was red. She had to cool down. Monsoon's mech arm let go, and it fell to the floor. If the cameras had still been working, Lisa would have witnessed the face of someone very much intent on a single objective. As the smoke and debris once again cleared, reception was empty. Monsoon was gone. Level 1 cleared. The ascension chamber pinged open to a hail of gunfire. Nothing inside that lift would survive. First the droids, then the human guards stopped firing. The lift was wrecked hissing and crackling, with small fires flaring up around it as the cabling shorted out. They all lent in to inspect the interior, expecting to find Monsoon's corpse laying slumped on the floor. No such luck. The ruined lift creaked and groaned. It began to tear itself apart. The weight of the lift was more than the few remaining undamaged sections could cope with. It broke away and plunged back down to the ground floor. Nervously, the guards looked around. If not the lift, then where? The auto lifters the completely unnecessary replacement for stairs. They turned away from the lift to focus on the two doors that led up from reception. Any minute now, one of the doors would open and they would take Monsoon down. Silence. Nothing happened. Then, there was the smallest creak from inside the lift tunnel. One of the supporting magno grips swung ever so slightly. They already knew what it meant. They already knew that they could not turn around fast enough, but they had to try to face him. Once again, they swung round, firing wildly. To start with, this was in desperation of trying to hit him. Within seconds, it was just muscle memory. Mary Jane was exacting revenge as only she knew how, hitting each target with precision, ensuring the death was at least quick. Once again, they had failed. Not that it mattered to them anymore. Monsoon threw out some EMP devices and let back up into the lift chamber. There was a flash, and everything electrical was dead as well. Monsoon was killing everything around Lisa Tors. Nothing would live, nothing deserved to live. And when eventually he faced her, she would understand that not everyone thought her invincible. The most foolish of all follies any master criminal hoped everyone else would believe. To become the monster under the bed, the unkillable spectre. But she wasn't. And it was up to Monsoon to explain that to her, very clearly. Level 2 cleared. Lisa knew Monsoon was doing what she expected of him, not dying easily. While she had worked hard to recruit the best security team, money, blackmail or threat could hire no one had ever really tried to kill her before, so they had grown complacent. Her reputation made the need for security practically redundant. They were just lazy, lazy and greedy, taking her money for doing nothing. Lisa picked a random droid and shot it. It exploded in a rage of sparks and rolled dead to the side of the room. She reholstered her MJ-72. This was to be the big surprise for Monsoon, thinking he had the only one and giving it a stupid name. Well, if he made it this far, he was in for a surprise, seeing Mary Jane's twin, the last thing he would see. She smiled, and her hand moved back to the holster. The remaining security droids subtly began to roll around the room, trying to find a spot outside of the line of fire. (laughs) Before Tor's Towers, Monsoon knew he had to be ready. On his way out, he had one more destination. He was so tunnel-visioned, he failed to notice the same eyes at the port watching him, following him. It was finally time to make use of the trader's cargo. The cargo he had kept, that somehow Lisa had known about, or at least had hinted about. Damn her. It was always smoke and mirrors with her. The shifting sands to keep you far enough away from seeing the truth. Monsoon arrived at another unassuming old building. He removed a small card hidden inside one of his legs and pushed it into a gap in the wall. The door began to unlock in multiple places. Old it may be, but open it would not without this card. For a moment, Monsoon thought someone was watching. He scanned the whole area. It was a little-used side alley. He was just being too alert. The kicker was lessening, but not by much. With a final grind of aged metal, the door came loose. Monsoon stepped inside. He put the kit bag down and adjusted to the darkened space. He pulled the door shut. There it was. The only object inside the room save for a table. The Fillion Traders' Cargo. Full of illegal, at least for non-military personnel, items and no doubt intended for sale to some rich, idle waste of space. Someone. Someone who would want this kind of tech. Someone. Damn that was how she'd known. Her delivery had never arrived. And he was the lead detective. As always, the monster under the bed had an explanation, if you'd just stopped to think for a moment. Monsoon slammed his mech arm into the security panel and wrenched the damaged unit off. The lid slid open. There was always a back door to any security measure. Mostly, it involved destroying the security. Of course he knew the console code, just this way somehow felt more appropriate in the moment. He picked out a number of items and placed them onto the nearby, dust-covered table. He stopped and looked at the table. That would be enough. His arm went to slide the panel back across the container. Of course, that would be enough. No need to be stupid about this. He reached back in for a few more items. Now that was enough. Definitely enough. His nemesis would be slain. He slid the panel across and left through the door. He removed the hidden token from the wall and put it back inside his leg. But the door remained silent. He kicked it. Nothing. Damn thing. No maintenance over all this time, and now it decides to break. He didn't have time for this. Monsoon left the door shut and departed the alley. A few moments later, a hooded figure approached the door and tested it. The door opened, and the figure went inside. Monsoon worked his way methodically through the next two floors. It wasn't easy. But high-explosive grenades, one of the gifts from the Felian Traders' cargo, made quick work of most situations. And once those were gone, the final few EMP devices rendered the droids dead, leaving just the human guards to defend her. Somehow, soon as the robots died, the fight seemed to leave them. It was easier being brave standing behind others, paying the ultimate sacrifice. Not so much when it was you. But he would not stop. He would just keep coming. And so they made a stand for a while, until he killed them. Killed them all. Monsoon stood among the bodies. He was breathing hard, no longer a young man, and would have fallen long before without his augmentations. His body armour was pockmarked, but intact. The kicker and his own adrenaline kept the pain of the bruising and fractures at bay for now. He looked down. His leg consoles were glowing amber, He looked across. Mary Jane's console was glowing amber. Nothing had been designed for this level of intensity. But he could not stop. He could feel Lisa waiting for him. And, against even the most lax backstreet advice, Monsoon ingested another kicker. It wasn't going to do much. But it would, he hoped, keep him conscious for long enough to see the light go out of Lisa's eyes. Level five cleared. Now for the boss. Lisa calmly finished her cup of Neptunian blue tea. Highly illegal, so, of course, she had it. The fluid pumped around her system. She needed a few moments for it to kick in. Then she'd be able to stand alone, as it had to be, to take down Monsoon Jackson. The lift doors opened. Moments later, Monsoon decloaked down a side corridor. It was quiet. Where were the guards? The droids? Why would she leave herself? Monsoon stopped. He felt the vibration. That was something extremely heavy. And no doubt something programmed to kill him. He glanced down and, with some relief, noted that Mary Jane's console had moved back down to yellow. That was something at least. A large robot appeared from around the corner. It was heavily armed and heavily armoured. Monsoon threw what grenades and EMP devices he had left at it. They attached or rolled close, then detonated. There was a rush of hot air and noises. The dust cleared. The robot stood unscathed. The weaponry surrounding it bristled. Monsoon had little time left to make choices. Out of nowhere, it spoke.
0: That is, Monsoon. The best you've got. Chef, I really expected more from you. But enough conversation. Time to
1: die. Monsoon cloaked and dived as far as his legs would push him. The space he'd just occupied burnt in a fury of firepower. He ran as quickly as he could. He took shots at the robot, but not even Mary Jane could help this time. And so this was it. The end. He would run for as long as he could, but inevitably, his legs would tire. The consoles would all turn red and the mech arm battery would be exhausted. He wanted to do this in person, face to face. But naturally, Lisa had no intention of meeting his demands. Monsoon moved again, firing as he did. The Mecharm battery had moved to amber slash red, his legs the same, and Mary Jane was on red. It wouldn't be long now. Then, something caught his eye, a hooded figure stepping out of one of the other lifts. The eyes he thought he'd seen as he'd left his hidden room earlier. Something so familiar. But Monsoon was distracted. The figure was holding the Sister of Mercy. Like they knew what they were doing. They were behind the robot. Time slowed for Monsoon. The hooded figure pressed the button and multiple rounds were chambered. Soon as that noise was detected, the robot swang round. But, as with the humans, it was too late. Just as its armoury came to bear on the figure, the rounds from the Sister of Mercy were tearing into it. This was a new experience for this robot. Hardly anything could hurt it, certainly not something a human could carry. But, as its interior blew apart, they had... The robot slumped sideways. As more rounds punctured what was left of it, it exploded in several places and all the lights went out. The hooded figure dropped the Sister of Mercy and put their hands up. Monsoon was stood behind them and somehow they knew. You were supposed to stay hidden, Elijah. It was what we'd agreed. Elijah took down the hood and turned to face him. It was what you agreed, my love. He smiled a smile he knew Monsoon could not resist. Lisa watched the reunion unfold on the console in front of her. For once in her life, Lisa was surprised. All of Monsoon's reactions, his pain, staged managed. She'd been played. Back in the corridor, Monsoon relaxed, just a little. You have to go. I don't want you to see any more of this. Please, please go. Elijah looked around at the devastation. You thought I didn't know this about you, that you'd made a success of being a detective without getting your hands dirty. It was important you thought that, but you knew, deep down, somewhere, I was no fool. Monsoon stuttered his words. He was somehow in shock. I never... This wasn't about... He composed himself, the little he could. Please go. Please, I beg of you. I can't risk them getting to you. Please go. This isn't the end. I can feel it. It will get much darker before the end. Please go. Elijah smiled again and kissed him gently. I'll wait here, I promise. It won't be long until the solar force arrive anyway. I'll be perfectly safe. Now go! Elijah picked the Sister of Mercy up and made his way to the back of the corridor. Monsoon wanted to tell him to run, to keep on running, to flee the real monster in his life. But he couldn't. The words... The words were not enough for now. Monsoon turned back round and walked over to the robot. He inspected inside, but, as he suspected, she wasn't there. Of course not. But she was running out of places to hide. The door came off its hinges and flew across the room. After a moment of calm... Monsoon stepped through. There she was. Sat, having a drink. She even had the nerve to tip a nod at Monsoon. Monsoon assumed she would be in another robot, the one she'd hidden in to disappear in the first place. Just being her gave her some respect. She was wearing body armour and a ballistic face mask, yet still looked so calm. As Monsoon raised Mary Jane, she reacted. Extremely quickly. Worse, she had her own Mary Jane. Of course it would have to be Lisa Tors. Monsoon moved towards her firing. Lisa returned fire. It was lucky the penthouse was filled with so much heavy built furniture it was taking the brunt of the gunfire. They moved around each other weaving like snakes. They knew each other well. They had studied. Every attack was countered. Every sleight of hand caught. Eventually with the room destroyed they both stood up and faced each other. Stalemate They scanned each other for wounds and damage It was pretty much even They were hurt, but would recover Neither prepared to wince or show any weakness
0: So, what now, detective?
1: She placed her Mary Jane down on what was left of the table Monsoon did not move You go to jail or die I'm okay with either Lisa smiled It was unpleasant
0: I was expecting more of a speech. Something impassioned, expositing why all of this focus is on me.
1: You already know why. Now hands up or reach for your gun. You choose. Lisa smiled but did not move her hands from the table. Instead, a shot rang out from a hidden panel. It hit Monsoon square in the chest and he fell. But instead of looking at him, her eyes darted behind him. Monsoon! It was Elijah, He was carrying the Sister of Mercy. There was pain in his eyes. The pain Monsoon had tried so hard to avoid giving him. Lisa had even taken this from him. Instinctively, Monsoon turned. In that moment, that single moment of lost concentration, Lisa reacted. She swept her gun up and shot Monsoon in the face. His ballistic face mask shattered. Monsoon fell faster. He fell in slow motion, flailing backwards, He saw her face, her grinning face. He heard Elijah scream. Then, in that moment, that single moment of lost concentration, Elijah shot Lisa Tors. The Sister of Mercy tore a hole in her. It impaled what was left of her onto the wall behind. She slowly slid down onto the floor, behind the desk out of view, the mask finally falling away to show her vacant eyes. Elijah dropped the gun. He rushed to cradle Monsoon, he was alive, just. The round had destroyed the side of his face, but he was breathing. Elijah rushed over to the desk to find a comms unit, to call for help, to save the one he loved. Then, Elijah noticed the body of Lisa Tors. Despite the damage, her face was intact. He stared at it. He froze, his body slumped. Monsoon tried to call him, but was too weak. Mother? Mother? Elijah swung round on Monsoon, no longer searching for help. You promised. Not my family. Never my family. You promised me. Despite the searing pain, Monsoon tried to defend his actions. There was a bounty on your head. She wanted you dead as much as me. What kind of mother is that? But he knew it wasn't enough. His plan to protect Elijah, to shield him from who Monsoon really was, what he was really doing, had made Elijah a murderer it was still one of the most heinous crimes. Worse, it was the last real family member Elijah had, no matter how terrible Lisa had been. Elijah walked back and stood over Monsoon. Never my family. Elijah was heading back to the Sister of Mercy when the Solar Force arrived. Apparently destroying a building during business hours did attract attention. An officer took Elijah away, both correctly and incorrectly assuming... He was an innocent victim. Monsoon again tried to call out, but the pain was too much. He fell, unconscious. Monsoon awoke. He was alive. He blinked, getting used to the light again, to the machines wired into him to the blindness he now had on one side. He looked over at the Solar Force officers sat outside to make sure he didn't leave. Was Monsoon still considered a criminal, or were they there to protect him? A nurse entered with a get-well card. It had been scanned to ensure it contained nothing. She handed it to Monsoon. Monsoon already knew what this was, that it would be a threat disguised as a greeting. He opened the card. We need to talk. I owe you, Elijah. And there it was the fine line between love and hate. It didn't matter who Lisa Tors had been. Monsoon had taken a big step into the darkness. In Lisa's death, he hadn't destroyed his nemesis, he'd created a monster. You have been listening to Monsoon Jackson, created and written by Andy Case for Leet Motif Productions, limited. The narrator, Monson Jackson, was voiced by Cameron K. McEwan. Other characters were voiced by Michelle Duncan and Cameron K. McEwan. The adverts were voiced by Heather Dent Cowan. The story, all names, characters and incidents portrayed in this production are fictitious. Copyright 2018.